Welcome to this podcast from the International Monetary Fund. I'm Jocelyn Frank. A few weeks ago, the U.S. Congress decided not to extend unemployment benefits to millions of Americans seeking work. Opponents of these benefits, which are paid to people looking for work, think the longer they are in place, the more the benefits discourage Americans from accepting a job. But Robert Moffitt of Johns Hopkins University disagrees. He believes that countries which can afford an unemployment insurance system can create a valuable safety net, a net that is especially helpful during recessions. I think there are many people who find the unemployment benefit system to be a scapegoat for high unemployment. And there are many people who believe the unemployment benefit system is the cause of unemployment. The research, and there's been a tremendous amount of research by economists from all countries on this, shows that that's simply not true to any great degree. And especially it's not true during recessions. The unemployment rate in the United States is not caused by uh, unemployment programs, which in fact are somewhat less generous than those in Europe. The jobs simply aren't there. That's not to deny there are uh, some people who don't accept the jobs, they when even they get offers, but it's not quantitatively important enough to explain the massive increases in unemployment rate we've seen. So can you explain a few of the sort of classic unemployment benefits and what is effective about them? Sure. So the U.S., uh, uh, almost all European countries, Australia, Canada, all the developed industrialized countries all pretty much have the same form. People who have worked for a certain number of quarters or periods and who have not just had part-time jobs or just casual employment but actually have earned a significant amount are eligible for an unemployment benefit should they be discharged or laid off. If you simply quit uh, on your own, most countries won't cover you for any unemployment benefit. They all pay an unemployment benefit usually on a weekly basis. Higher uh, earnings uh, workers get a higher benefit. Uh, Almost all countries put a limit on the amount of time you can receive, how many weeks, although it ranges widely. Uh, The U.S. is uh, only, in normal times, six months worth of benefits, but many European countries offer one year or two years of benefits. And then a worker either has to go uh, find a job or else um, find other sources of income if they don't find a job. Can you tell me a little bit about the undesirable effects of unemployment benefits? Unemployment benefits have both desirable and undesirable impacts. If the unemployment benefit is replacing um, 90% of your earnings, well, you're just about as well off as you were when you were working. Just the pure economic incentive there is to maybe turn down those jobs that aren't really great. So that's the the, the downside. There is uh, a bit of that. But uh, we don't want people to have to accept the first job that's available. Where it really matters is for families that don't have many savings. And of course, many low-income and even lower middle-class families really have very little. And you don't want them to have to use up all their retirement savings uh, just because they may have had a temporary period of being laid off. So for them, it's very important to have the unemployment benefits so they can maintain their lifestyle and not go into poverty. So when unemployment benefits are working in their best form, who is most helped by them? 
People who are most helped are lower-wage workers. For example, in the United States, one has to have worked for about three quarters out of the past year, so that's about nine months, and one has to have earned a minimum of $3,000 per quarter, so that's $9,000. If people are simply so low-wage that they can't earn a decent living, then they really deserve some kind of social assistance, kind of permanent help uh, to supplement, or maybe some job training or something like that. But the unemployment is not intended for that. And number two, people who are most helped are those who don't have a spouse, uh, unmarried individuals. And it's been shown uh, with by the evidence that if you don't have a working spouse, you have to accept jobs inappropriate for you much quicker. Not having a um, kind of a savings plan with your employer makes a, makes a difference on a pension plan because you know you have to go back very quickly to make sure you get a have your pension. In addition to paying unemployment benefit, what else can governments do to encourage more res- more fiscally responsible, more economically responsible, perhaps, behavior from their citizens? Underlying all of this is the question of whether or not governments are able to create economies that are growing and creating new jobs and creating productive jobs. Uh, there are Many countries which have problems doing that have labor markets that are rather uh, inflexible and rigid. For example, Italy and Spain, to take two countries, uh, have laws which discourage employers, firms from hiring, particularly low-skilled labor, because they have laws in the books which discourage or even prevent uh, employers from laying workers off. So uh, I don't think, unfortunately, governments can take the UB system or unemployment system all by itself. They have to take steps to encourage employers to hire whatever way they can and to encourage productivity, which means that workers are worth more and they're producing more and firms are then eager to hire them. That was Robert Moffitt on the importance and role of unemployment benefits. Mr. Moffitt holds the Krieger Eisenhower Professorship of Economics at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more on www.soundcloud.com slash imf-podcasts.